This is Bulls Beat on Bulls Unlimited. Bulls Beat is your stop for exclusive interviews, highlights, and the very latest on all sports at the University of South Florida. With today's show, here's your host, Derek Sharp. Plenty to bring you on this Monday program. Lots of victories, football, of course, both men's and women's soccer. Even though volleyball lost, some thrilling highlights from what happened at the Yingling Center on Friday night coming your way. Also tonight, speaking of coming your way, we've got live exhibition softball. We've never done it before. Well, you'll see why. We've actually done an exhibition softball game, but it was during the spring. I remember when Ken Erickson's team faced off with Team Japan, and that was quite some event. This is going to be different and special and in the fall, something that we've never done as far as bringing you a fall matchup. Now, on the show, I know we signed off Friday saying that we would probably give you an hour today with basketball interviews. Going to amend that slightly. No basketball interviews today, but that's what Wednesday's quote-unquote show is going to be with a bye week. I wanted to take Wednesday off completely. I'm going to the Lightning game Tuesday night, etc. But we will give you on Wednesday a half hour, not of a show, but just of interviews with men's and women's basketball. Probably about four members of each team. So look forward to that because we're getting ready for the basketball season. So Wednesday's Bulls beat won't be a normal Bulls beat where I give you news and this kind of thing. It's just going to be flat out presentation of several of my interviews with both of the basketball teams. Play by play this week on the channel. Again, fall softball tonight. USF against Puerto Rico. That should be pretty awesome. And then Thursday night, the home finale for Denise Shilty Brown's team and indeed for Denise Shilty Brown, her last match as Bulls coach at Corbett Soccer Stadium won't be the last match they play. We'll discuss women's soccer and men's soccer in our next segment. Also remember, we will not do the show Bullseye with Coach Golish this week, it being a bye week. We will go bull speed ahead with Michael Kelly, taping that actually after the softball game tonight for first airing on Bulls Unlimited Tuesday morning. Here, let's get into the highlights from UConn, a 24-21 victory where we were, of course, talking all week long about how it was going to rain. It had stopped raining right before kickoff. The sun was out. The field was in good conditions. The only thing was the wind, and boy, did that factor into this game. It was a quick start for the Bulls, but it fizzled out just as quickly. Naquan Wright, first carry into green space, to the 40, to the 50, into Yukon territory and down at the 35-yard line. Well, you talk about the importance of the running game. How about a 41-yard run on the first play from scrimmage? Third down and three. Opening drive of the game, we're a minute 45 in. Third and three from the 17. Here's Brown. He's going to keep and he will get the first down. Took a pretty big hit at the 11-yard line, but he pops up and is okay. Bulls are going to go for it. They're 15 of 29 on fourth down so far this year. Fourth and four from the UConn five. Brown will get nowhere. Might have fallen forward to the four, but he got nowhere near the sticks, and the Bulls turn it over on downs. A long opening drive comes to zero points. However, the Bulls would get it right back and score this time. Rosa again, left side. Bulls bottle him up. Ball is loose. It's on the ground. And South Florida has fallen on it at the 10-yard line. 
Rosa with the fumble, the Bulls with the takeaway, and they're gonna have the ball deep in Yukon territory. Looks like Stokes wound up with the football, and that's a huge play for the Bulls defense. And here's Naquan Wright cutting it inside, breaking a tackle, getting inside the five, getting a little push from behind, and he got to the one. They're letting this play go on. Now they blow it dead at the one-yard line. It's a nine-yard pickup. It'll be second down and one. Here is Wright, and he fights his way into the end zone. Touchdown, South Florida. That's six for the Bulls. Naquan Wright has already run for 61 yards in this first quarter, and South Florida takes the lead in East Hartford. Right after that, you heard Sam Barrington say how Naquan Wright was poised to have another big day. Man, did he ever what a really last quarter and a half he's had for the Bulls who led it 7 to nothing. Thought it was 9 nothing. Thought that the kick returner for UConn touched the ball, established position in the field of play, and then got tackled at the end zone. But there was some mumbo-jumbo about forward progress being KO'd at the 1. Still, UConn had to take over at the 1 and punted from the 4, and the Bulls took over at midfield. Went for it again on fourth down. Well, this one made sense. Fourth and three from the UConn 41 into the wind. And the Bulls get a P.I. to convert. But they would go backwards. There'd be a holding call and a long field goal attempt from 45 into that wind. Just was not going to happen. Defense gets off the field. Another three and out. Things are going well. Vast improvement defensively after what the Bulls had given up the last two weeks. By the way, did you catch FAU after... The Bulls could not figure them out, did not score an offensive touchdown against UTSA, got blown out at home, and gained 162 total yards. So, yeah, the Bulls needed a performance like they got on Saturday, and they were very good. However, UConn got the offense going late in the first quarter with a 21-yard run, and they would get into the end zone to tie things up early in the second quarter. Offense stumbles a little bit. Not many passing yards to be had in the first three quarters of this one. Again, fourth down and three, this time at the UConn 46. Byron Brown gets sacked. However, UConn goes 16 yards in the first play, but stalls out at the 30. It tries a 48-yard field goal into the win, which, again, was not a good prospect and was no good. Bulls do get one with the win, 45 yards to take a 10-7 lead. Some nice passing plays to Michael Brown-Stevens, who had himself a big day. Caught one for 18 yards. Byron Brown goes 22 yards on a nice scramble play on third and eight from midfield, which sets up John Cannon's 45-yard field goal good. With about seven minutes left, it was 10-7. to However, Huskies would get the lead. Third and six, they convert an eight-yard pass. And then sophomore running back Cam Edwards, a guy who came to UConn as a defensive back, got all of one carry last year and had a couple decent games this season, but it come off a seven carry for eight yard performance against Rice. Victor Rosa was no doubt their top dog running back. Well, Edwards came in and he would go for 149 yards in this game. 39 on one play down to the 12 yard line and they would get a touchdown pass from Taquan Roberson to Cam Edwards for a 14-10 lead. Bulls had plenty of time to respond. Three and a half minutes, got down inside the Yukon 20, had to settle for a field goal, and it missed. John Cannon wide right, so instead of 14-13 at half, it was 14-10, and it stayed that way until the fourth quarter. The Bulls get off the field quickly on defense, but just as quickly on offense, really 
only two drives of consequence. The Bulls once again get inside the 20, but Byron Brown has a pass tipped at the line of scrimmage, turns into an interception. To their credit, the Bulls' defense gets it right back. However, at some point, someone was going to score, and trust me, Jim Lighthall will vouch right after UConn takes the lead on a big run to the right by Cam Edwards, 33 yards early in the fourth quarter. I said, this is going to wake the offense up. <laughs> you got to start to convert. There was plenty of time to have the comeback, and the Bulls indeed did. Here are some of the key plays from both touchdown drives as the Bulls get the win. Now he flares it out to Atkins. He's got the first down and more out near the 45-yard line. That's the 50th catch of the year for Sean Atkins. Better time. Can't find anybody. Now rolling to the right. Dumps it out. It's caught by Atkins near the sideline, and he's got a first down. Inside the 40-yard line, Brown to throw. Looking, looking. He has got a man. It's Michael Brown Stevens inside the 20, and that's a first down for South Florida. Michael Brown Stevens with his sixth catch of the day. That one goes for 17. Bulls in the red zone today, one of five. And this is Brown. He runs it up the middle, and he gets in the end zone. Touchdown, South Florida. Byron Brown from six yards out. And a very efficient touchdown drive for the Bulls. Nine plays, 75 yards, gets them back to within one score. They are on the 12-yard line, third down and eight. Six minutes, 23 seconds remaining. They have to get to the 20-yard line for a first down. Atkins in motion. Bulls loading up on the left side. Brown looking that way under pressure. Now throws, caught! First down, Weston Wolf with a heck of a catch at the 29-yard line, first and 10, South Florida. Here's a run by Wright, and he's into the secondary. Naquan Wright still going to the 20, to the 10, and inside the 10-yard line before being brought down. A huge run by Naquan Wright, and the Bulls have a first and goal on the 9-yard line. Wright is the running back. Brown. Will pitch to right. He's got the edge. He's got the touchdown. And the Bulls have got the lead. South Florida goes ahead with 4.02 to go. 90-yard touchdown drive in 10 plays for the lead for South Florida. That was pretty good. Let's go back to the Weston Wolf connection because the Bulls had to use a timeout out of a review, which didn't seem optimal at the time. But what a throw and a very nice catch. Not an easy one by the tight end who's been big, the transfer from Maryland. But there was still plenty of time for UConn to either tie it or forbid the other thing, and it looked like they had converted a third down and were crossing into Bulls territory when... Five wide receivers, empty backfield for Roberson. He will throw. Steps up, now going to run. Makes a move. Ball comes out. Ball came out at the end of the play, and South Florida has the football. Mac Harris forces the, the fumble. Daquan Evans recovers. It's Bulls football with 2.15 to go. Let's go ahead and say his name again. Who's the guy? Mac Harris is the guy. And he is a guy who is listed on your roster as a sophomore, but is actually in his fourth year with the Bulls. Love the kid. He is from the Villages High School. He had one year cut short due to injury, and, of course, COVID year makes you 
technically a redshirt sophomore. After a 20 season where he had 24 tackles, again injured in 21, 11 total tackles last year, and two total tackles in the first six Bulls games. Started to get on the field a little bit against FAU, grabbed four tackles, and in this game was huge with seven and forcing and recovering a fumble. Got to enjoy what the Bulls do, trying to salt away game time when you can't exactly punt it. Needed really one conversion to keep it away from UConn and got that. Guess who? Naquan Wright up the middle for 10 yards to finish with 186 yards and two touchdowns on 26 carries. Byron Brown was never going to have big pass numbers on this day. 27 completions, but just 206 yards. Malik Brown-Stevens. 9 for 92 through the air. So it wasn't a pretty game offensively, but it was pretty enough for sure and clutch enough. And Coach Golish was pretty excited about it off the field with Joey Johnston in a reflective mood. Coach, I think when we write the story of your rebuild here, this has got to have a big chapter, this comeback win over UConn. What do you think about what happened today? I'm just really proud of the resolve. Um, that's been questioned. That's That's been questioned every week for the last two weeks and for them to respond rather than bag it because I think when you're young you got an opportunity to say man maybe what they're saying is true we're building a program in Tampa not a team we're building a program a program that I hope the city of Tampa can be proud of and we're here to build it and that's why you lose a couple you win like none of that matters what matters is that we play as hard as we can for as long as we can because that wasn't pretty. There was a lot of inefficient stuff going on. There was a lot of inefficient stuff on offense that we got to continue to clean up. But I hope as we continue to build, the city of Tampa can back these young guys because they will fight. And they were rewarded with a fourth win on the season. And even though the next opponent is a very difficult one and on the road at Memphis, They'll have a bye week to get ready for it. And looking ahead, can't help but see a couple teams coming to Raymond James that the Bulls right now look to be better than. If you win them both, you're bowl eligible. And if you would have given any Bulls fan that at the beginning of the season, I think, especially off a one-win year, they would have taken it. And my hand is raised for that as well. Coming up next, soccer wins, volleyball highlights, and look ahead to tonight's softball broadcast as Bulls beat continues.